Everybody get up. Welcome back to Money Talks. I'm your host, Nick Antonucci. Again, joined today by DJ Barker and Jacob Keen from our research department. And uh, guys, DJ's doing something really cool, really crazy. Next month? Is it yeah. next month? We are 15 days away. In 15 days, 15 he's going days. to be paddleboarding from the Bahamas across the Gulf Stream to Florida. And this is all part of Crossing for the Cure, which is a really cool uh, paddle uh, paddleboarding challenge and race to raise awareness for cystic fibrosis. Is that right, DJ? Yeah, that's absolutely right. So Piper's Angels Foundation, uh, they they do this event every year. They've done it the last few years, and they this is their their big money maker. So we need to support Travis Piper's Angels and uh, and kind of talk about what they do. So we have online Travis. Uh, what's going on, man? Hey. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, we're happy to have you. So we're 15 days away. I just looked today. We're at, it looks like from uh, online, you're at $450,882,000. No way. Yeah. four hundred fifty grand. So good job on the fundraising. <laughs> yeah, well, all the thanks goes to our paddlers and to our captains and crew and everybody out there who's doing the, the majority of the fundraising uh, you know, it's a crowdfunded event, and uh, that's a big part of what, what makes it work. You know, the teamwork makes the dream work. So um, it's a huge success for us. Uh, the event has, you know, grown in size uh, year over year. It's more than doubled. And so we're just um, swimming in gratitude for the appreciation we have for all the support. Yeah, that's unbelievable. I watched the TED Talk you did uh, a while back, and, and just hearing that number from DJ just now, Travis, I think in, in the, at the time of the TED Talk, it was, I want to say, about $50,000 you had raised. So hearing $450,000, that's impressive that's growth amazing. in the short time that, that, uh, that Piper's Angels has, has been an organization. So congrats on that. So, Tra- yeah, thank you very much. Travis, give us a little background. So tell us a little about, about uh, Piper's Angels and the crossing, kind of you know, why you're doing the crossing, what got you inspired, and, and kind of some history as to where, where you got started in this. Sure. Yeah, so Piper, my daughter, was diagnosed with cystic fibrosis when she was four. And now in a lot of states, they pre-screen at birth, but she had missed the pre-screening in Florida by a couple months. And so she had signs, um, you know, early on that something was wrong. They couldn't figure out what it was and nail it down. But eventually, when she was four, um, she got pneumonia. And I mean, when I say like it was it was really difficult to watch her go through it because we didn't know what was wrong. But, I mean, she would lie awake at night and just cough, and she sounded like somebody who had been smoking for 50 years. It was uh, just a deep, wet cough. And, and you know, it, it was um, it, as much as the diagnosis of a terminal progressive disease for your child is, is absolutely devastating and heartbreaking, there was this you know, sense of relief, at least that we knew what was wrong and that we now could treat it and now could find, you know, ways to help her. And so um, at her first cystic fibrosis clinic, you know, we were asking a lot of questions. And at that point, you know, her future had really had this shadow of uncertainty cast around it. And when you don't know much about a disease and you just get thrust into this world of, you know, of learning all these different aspects of it, and you read about all the horror stories online, it's really, it can be overwhelming. And so 
you know, we were asking things like, well, what can we do? You know, what sports can we keep her in? What should we do to help keep her lungs healthy? Um, and they told us at her first clinic appointment about this amazing connection to cystic fibrosis surfers in Australia in the 90s. And there was a doctor out there who became the lead doctor on a study that proved that sodium chloride, like your everyday table salt, mm-hmm. uh, in the air and the water of the ocean, when in a in an environment like surfing or paddling and being out there, even near the beach where you get that mist, that it can be incredibly beneficial for somebody with cystic fibrosis. And the basic science of that is salt, when it's breathed in and inhaled, it goes into the lungs, it hits the liner of the lungs, it helps to break down the sticky mucus and congestion that builds up, which is the main symptom that people with cystic fibrosis have as a genetic disease. And it provides basically better airway clearance by hydrating the liner of the lungs and allowing for them to um, excrete out the, the, the thick mucus that builds up and causes all the complications. So that was at that time such a gift. And so to be living in Florida already and to be given this, you know, miracle really to be able to get her out in a natural healing environment, um, it was a very empowering way to kind of take some of the control back that we had felt was really, you know, yanked out from underneath us. And, um, and that's how I got into paddling. I wasn't a paddler or surfer before that, but taking Piper out on the board, she, you know, she was only four, so she was a little nugget on the front of the board and yeah. we'd go paddle. And, you know, down here in South Florida, we're very fortunate that we have some beautiful water. You see a lot of wildlife, manatees and turtles and dolphins. And, you know, for a little kid, that's, it's quite a, it's quite, um, a magic magic world you know and her imagination would run wild and she would share stories of you know princesses and mermaids and and some of those moments were some of the my favorite that i cherish from her childhood um now that she's getting older and and that's how i got into paddleboarding and why we ended up getting her out on the water and and how this whole thing really got started and why we do this crossing that's unbelievable. How did you? How did you? Uh, I guess decide on on the journey being from the Bahamas to Florida. I mean, that, that's that's well, quite the distance. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I like to think big, and I, I like <laughs> to uh, you know I like to go for big challenges as naturally. But I had seen some paddlers out in Hawaii doing long distance crossings, and that's like a you know thousands of years old tradition that they voyage sure. out there and. I thought, man, I bet we could do that here if you just did it in the right way and you rode the Gulf Stream, you could probably get across. And um, and so that's when kind of the, the original idea started to brew. And I, I told my parents, hey, you know, I, I think I'm going to do this big crossing. And, and they thought, you know, it was crazy, but they were used to me kind of having crazy ideas, so they were supportive. And uh, I actually took a lot of time off work. Um, I moved home and, and was actually living with my parents for a while while training and making the plans and preparations for the first crossing in 2013. And our goal was to get, you know, each mile pledged for. Um, and that year we raised $15,000 and we had four paddlers and two support boats. And um, 100% of the funds that year were given to the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. That's great. That's unbelievable. And how, how many uh, paddlers has it grown to now? So this year we have 227 paddlers, 85 boats uh, crossing. Wow, that's, that's a amazing. flotilla right there. Yeah, DJ, you got some competition. I know, right? That's all right. I'm coming in first. It's fine. 
You better. That's fine. He's, he's been making promises that he was going. I know. He's going to be the first one to cross. So we'll see. I know. So so Travis, let's let's talk a little bit about. You've got the Salt Supply Program. You got Forever Stoke Scholarships, the Urgent Financial Assistance, Dining Days. So all of these programs are funded by the Crossing. Is that is that right? Correct. Yeah. So. You know, the reason why we started Piper's Angels was because when Piper was hospitalized when she was eight years old for a really long period of time, it became very black and white and very crystal clear that if it's difficult for our family to manage these long-term hospitalizations, it's got to be really difficult for a lot of the families out there. And I just started doing more research on, you know, support. You know, where is the support, right? Because Cystic fibrosis has this incredible medical success story, probably one of the greatest success stories in the last 100 years, where kids who are dying at five are now living to be 30, 35, 40, right, and beyond. Yeah. But when you take a progressive terminal disease and you extend somebody's life, you know, a child that, as sad as it is to say, would die at five years old in the 1970s, the emotional burden would maybe never go away for the family, but the financial burden would end with their funeral expenses. Now you take that and you extend it out, And it's not a multiple of them living six times longer. It's compounded. And you guys know this in the financial world. You know, when things are compounded, it grows faster, right? Well, the same thing in the CF world. When you compound a disease where you have, you know, long-term antibiotics and steroid use and you have all of these complications that arise out of living longer, it just puts more of an emotional, psychosocial, physical, and financial burden on the family. And CF is not a huge population. We're talking about... 3,000 people in the U.S., right, that probably need urgent financial assistance each year that have cystic fibrosis, only a few hundred that go through transplant or are preparing for transplant, only a total of 30,000 that have the disease, which is, you know, half of what's at, you know, a National Football League game, right? So it, it became clear that, you know, that's a small enough group that why aren't they being taken care of? Why aren't the resources there? And if we're going to if we're going to take a creative way of looking at socially innovative solutions for these families and how to help them, you know, what can we do about it? And, and that's when we decided to relaunch the crossing, launch Piper's Angels, you know, use the crossing to build a platform of advocacy. Um, and, and we basically focus on what needs come up. And that's how we look at it. We're a very entrepreneurial startup nonprofit. We're only 28 months old. Um, you know, we get 100% of the cost of the event covered through amazing cash sponsorship like Hensler Financial, like Margaritaville, uh, like Zerterra, like many of the companies, Bahama Boatworks. Um, so that way 100% of the paddlers' fundraising can actually come into the organization, uh, into the, growing the capacity of the organization in the program. Because right now we have two full-time employees, and we cover literally – referrals coming in on a national basis and nine out of ten of those referrals come from the national cystic fibrosis foundation so we're growing incredibly fast not just with the event but with the programs and so you know we work 24 7 on this nonstop. we've got an army of angels that help us uh in building this to what ultimately we want to create a sustainable event and organization that can very easily provide the resources to take care of the families because they should. You know, you should never have a child sent home because their fi- family is not financially fit for a 15-year-old to get a lung transplant to save their life. That, to me, is unethical. And that, to me, is the solution that we're ultimately working towards 
And the biggest goal of all is, is forming an endowment that will take care of these families for the long term. Yeah. Yeah. That that's amazing, Travis, and and congrats on on the success of the program uh, thus far, and and you know good luck to to you and DJ um, in what 13 days did you say 15 15 days, days. 15, 15 days. days. So Travis, how would uh, how does somebody need to contact you if they want to if they feel that they need to reach out and to donate? What's the best way to do so? Well, you know, I always tell everybody my cell phone number is on the on the website, and maybe that won't be able to be that way forever, but they can call me. And we can talk directly. They can go to pipersangels.org and make a donation on there. They could go to DJ's uh, profile on CrowdRise and donate directly to him. Um, and, and go online and check us out. You know, we've got a lot of good video content up there uh, to help tell the story of who we are and what we're doing and why we're doing it. And uh, we encourage and invite everybody to, you know, follow the journey because that's what makes it worth it. You know, if there's one thing cystic fibrosis has taught us, it's, when you live facing the diagnosis of the certainty of death, and, of course, it's a little bit of a cosmic joke, right, to call somebody terminal because we're all born terminal. And so cherishing the good days and looking each other in the eye and acknowledging who we are and, you know, breaking down any barriers of sharing that love with each other and that compassion for your fellow human beings is, I think, what cystic fibrosis has taught us most. And we call that epic love, you know, because you got to really transcend the boundaries of your own limitations if you're going to bring love and compassion to others. And, and that's the real gift that this disease has given us as a family and brought us together, and that's what we want to share with others. That's, that's a great story, and, and we appreciate you being on the show today. Um, and, and before we head out here, i got to ask you, how old is Piper now? She's 11, and she'll be turning 12 in October, going on, you know, 25. <laughs> of course. Yes. Of course. <laughs> well, that's amazing. Well, Travis, we appreciate you being on today. And, again, uh, best of luck uh, to you to you and DJ. Thank you so much. We really, truly appreciate the support. It makes the world a difference. Well, Thanks, thank man. you. All right. You listen to Money Talks. We'll be right back. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.